Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. I came across a very peculiar tweet. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. And it was a tweet from Indigo touting the red line. The tweet reads, quote, the red line is bad for businesses, unquote. Now, it's written in a, in a way where it's like, oh, people say this. And then they write, since its inception, there has been $584 million in economic development along the red line. It has been one of the most impactful economic developments in the history of central Indiana. I would love to see the data on that. I would love to see first what Indigo considers economic impact. Second, I'd like to see how that money has flowed and where the result is. We're not talking about when Indigo has to rebuild bus stations because buses crash into them or the concrete was failing because they didn't build them right uh, the first time. We're not talking about economic impact when Indigo had to get different buses because the electric buses that they had gotten from the Chinese didn't actually do the job. We're not talking about that, right? You're saying there's been serious economic impact and economic developments. I would love I would love a breakdown of those numbers. Let's read them. But then I also have to ask the question, do you have a list of all the negative economic impact that has come? Businesses that have closed, people who stopped going to other businesses, declines in business, anything? Do you share that data? Do you even look at that data? Do you even care about that data? Do you have data that shows the amount of people who don't go to other places in Indianapolis because you took away lanes to travel in by car and it's just, ah, it's too difficult. We'll just stay over here. I'm asking, do you have that data? It's a number to throw out there. $584 million in economic development along the red line. I'd like to... I'd like to see how you break that down. Some people ask the red, uh, red line about uh, ridership. Look, our ridership is up. Interesting to, to brag about the number. Um, what was the ridership projected at? Where is it now? And do we have a reason for needing nine other electric vehicle nonsense lines? We don't even have a need for this one. If you show me the ridership of the red line, maybe the question should be, was this necessary in order to engage a ridership at all? Or could they have just taken the regular bus without destroying lanes of traffic, without destroying businesses? Did you need this? Throwing out a number of ridership is is 
not an answer to a totality of a question. So maybe I'll get the answers, maybe I won't. I mean, I'm not, I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus here. <laughs> I'm hilarious, kitten. I want to know the full answers to the questions. And I, I, don't, I don't know if Indigo will give it. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But you throw out $584 million, could you show us? That would be, that would be great. Be hugely, hugely helpful. The popcorn moment. Let's do the thing. It's a story you need to hear to believe. Then grab your popcorn because there is more. This is joyous. This is joyous. This is a series of things that happened yesterday as Trump gets arraigned. Right? You've got the 49-page the uh, indictment, 37 counts regarding classified documents. He gets arraigned. He then leaves. He heads to a restaurant in Miami where not only are they cheering him, they literally sing happy birthday to him, I believe it is. They prayed for him, and this is Jake Tapper. The FBI. Yeah, uh, whatever this spectacle is that's unfolding before us, let's remember what this case is about. Let's remember what this indictment charges. Again, Donald Trump is charged with a series of federal felonies for mishandling the most sensitive government documents that we have and for obstruction of justice along with Walt Nauta who is charged with intentionally setting up lies to the grand jury, to the FBI. Any way you look at this, and again, despite whatever may be going on in that restaurant, this case isn't going to be settled legally in a cafe. It's going to be settled in the court based on the facts and law. The folks in the control room, I don't need to see any more of that. He's trying to turn this in. He's trying to turn it into a spectacle, into a campaign ad. That's enough of that. Jake Tapper telling his people, don't show Americans celebrating Donald Trump, supporting Donald Trump. No, no, no. We don't need to see that. And then Trump goes on to Bedminster. He's in New Jersey where he was scheduled to do a fundraiser. And Jake Tapper wants you to know that they're not going to carry the speech. For himself. We um, we do have now some of the sound, as I told you, we're not and the audience. We're not carrying his remarks live because, frankly, he says a lot of things uh, that are not true and sometimes potentially dangerous. Uh, but when Trump says that it's potentially dangerous, well, that's that that's not trying to influence an election at all. But he wasn't alone. Rachel Maddow, MSNBC. His arraignment on federal felony charges. He's speaking again, this time to an audience of his supporters that's gathered for a a campaign fundraiser tonight at his his golf club and summer home in New Jersey. Um, We knew heading into this that he was planning to make these remarks. We are prepared for his pre-fundraiser remarks tonight to again be essentially a Trump campaign speech. Because of that, we do not intend to carry these remarks live. What they don't intend to do is show America that even with the indictment, the guy is crazy popular. They don't want you to know that. They don't want their audience to see Cuban Americans cheering him and singing him happy birthday, a restaurant he just stopped in. They don't want you to see that people are still showing up because they believe it's a witch hunt. 
They believe that it's been year after year after year of the political left's attack, and they're not buying in. They're not buying in. The Trump supporter isn't turned, isn't swayed. This is a continual attack. And there's a large extent to which they are absolutely right. Trump does get continually attacked. Do I like this indictment? No. Do I think Trump did things wrong? Absolutely I do. Can I defend it? You bet. Will I? Absolutely. Am I worried about people screaming me on Twitter? Oh, hell no. Am I not going to recognize the popularity that the Democrats don't have a single person who they could send to a Cuban restaurant right now and people would stop what they were doing, stand up and cheer? They don't have a single person in the entire party. If Taylor Swift walked into that restaurant, a couple people would ask for autographs and everybody else would sip their cafe con leche and say, who's the white girl? That's it. They don't want to show it because he lies. They don't want to show it because they don't want you to know that that guy is wicked popular.